You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. I already did. Jeez, Connor, catch up. It's already tweeted. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. You know what? <laughs> Too busy getting silly. Too busy getting silly. That's right. Well, welcome everybody to I we we decided this is episode forty three. Yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah, it's an episode. It's totally an episode. Big moment. Why not? Okay. Well, officially episode forty three. Little little quick turnaround from last episode, but uh, our fate was decided by the balls, and the balls did. I mean, they treated us okay, but yeah. They uh, subsequently pissed off the rest of the hockey world. So, you know, yeah, Twitter is a, is a war zone right now. <laughs> but, um, uh, absolute, uh, yeah, it's the trenches out there, man. Mm-hmm. The, I, uh, have tr- I have trench foot just from the last three hours. <laughs> well, the Ducks will officially select second overall as we lose out to the fucking Blackhawks of all teams. How many years? In, how many years in a row now have we dropped like exactly one? We usually we've dropped one. I feel like the last. Uh, at least we didn't. Three. We didn't drop last year. We stayed at ten. Um, the couple years before we dropped. Did we? Yeah, we dropped. Um, we in the McTavish draft, we did what happened to Columbus uh, tonight. We were um, we were second overall. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, uh, yeah, yeah. We dropped down to third, and we were like the only team that moved. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, you know, hey, we, we we had talked about it endlessly in the lead up to the draft. Yes, we had the number one odds. Nothing was nothing was guaranteed. Um, you know, we knew we were gonna we knew we were gonna be picking in the top three regardless. And um, you know, unfortunately, it's just it's the way it shook out. You know, we're not fortunately we're not selecting number one, which everybody wanted to, of course, and it's totally totally 100% okay to be angry about that Um, I'm still a little pissed about it for sure to be honest with you but um, again as we spoke about like there was a reason getting top three in this draft was so important is because the consolation if you don't get out on Connor Bernard is so high and Mm -hmm. is so big and now that we're pretty much for all intents and purposes guaranteed Adam Fantilli here at number two is huge we're talking about a guy that would have gone first overall this year if Connor Bedard didn't exist and would have gone first overall by a long shot would have gone first overall any other year that probably didn't have McDavid or Matthews in it um so yes it's okay to be upset not I'm 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 in no way shape or form trying to tell people like how they need to react to the lottery how they need to react to the results whether react to the results whether or not they can be pissed i'm not trying to do that but i'm just saying not all is lost and you need to realize that we are still in a fantastic spot i'm still totally pissed that we didn't get Connor bernard and that we're not 100 yeah like like not trying to sugarcoat that that Mm -hmm. fucking sucks to be right there and not get him it fucking blows but Mm -hmm. you know i kind of like to you know, I was talking with Steven from Forever Mighty about this in the DMs a couple of days ago. Like, that's the beauty of this draft. If there was any draft to win the lottery when you deserve to, it was this one. But then on the flip side, if there was any draft to lose the lottery when you probably should have won, it is also this one. Just yeah. because of how good 
the likes of Adam Fantilli, Leo Carlson, Matt Vamichkov, Will Smith, whatever, how good those group of guys after Bedard are, it's a fantastic consolation prize. And I am over the moon to be able to, again, we're just assuming, bring Adam Fantilli into this organization. That is huge. We're talking about a guy who will 100% since Paul Correa be a prospect in our system that has had the highest upside. And he's the only, what, uh, only the third college player to win the Hobie he's, Baker as a freshman? Yep, he's, he's only the third freshman to and win the And the only Baker. other two, Paul Correa and Jack Eichel. So that's pretty cool. Paul Correa and Jack. Uh, that's some pretty impressive company there. Yeah. 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 So, and the whole thing with losing the draft lottery, like, I was very upset, like, for a good 10 minutes. I was just annoyed, um, especially with it going to Chicago. Uh, but... Uh, after after that 10 minutes, you know, the whole it all s- kind of settled in that we're number two and just thinking mm-hmm. of Fantilli. I mean, a, a few episodes ago, I are, I was saying that I was getting more and more on board with Fantilli. So it kind of worked out. And I said before that I as long as we're top two, I didn't want us drop into three. As long as we're top two, I'd be fine. And that's what happened. So mm-hmm. it's all I'm good. Just in thankful the hood, they, didn't, they didn't drop to three. Yeah, yeah. It, like a 55 yeah. percent chance yeah. that that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. I was very happy they didn't go to three. Yeah, well, I mean, because been... you gotta remember, there's a lottery for the number one pick and there's a lottery for the number two pick. So the Ducks, like, yes, I know, I'm not trying to like be the guy that's like, oh, hey, we still won a lottery, but we did. You know, we still won the lottery for second overall. We avoided dropping down to three, which was the most likely result. So you, you know, positivity, which right? Yeah, you know, it's stuff to keep in mind there. Um, you know, I mean, I mean. The Chicago aspect of it is is definitely the elephant in the room. You know, we're not going to dive into why people are upset at that because that's been, you know, that's a whole nother discussion. Whole yeah, other we, story. It's just yeah. this isn't. It's not. It's not. It's not the place to dive into that tonight. But I mean, I'm sure everybody knows why people would be upset that Chicago is getting the, is getting the number one overall pick. Yeah. I agree, but um, you know, hey, it's it's again as I said a couple episodes ago, it's a lottery. It's a hundred percent out of our hands, fully in the NHL. I don't think it's rigged, but hey, I mean, I mean, hey, if you want to run with, you know, the 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 tinfoil hat theory that this stuff's rigged, sure, all the power to you, I guess. But I, but again, you know, even even if it is rigged, they literally just posted a video like twenty like, minutes like, ago. What the fuck are we supposed to do? Every like everyone on Twitter today is screaming, "It's rigged! It's rigged! It's rigged!" If it is, like, well, it's still out of our hands. <laughs> You're not going to stop watching the NHL. Like, I highly doubt everybody in my mentions. <clears throat> today when I was talking about being hyped for Adam Fantilli that was coming at me saying it's rigged it's fucking rigged I doubt any of you are going to actually do anything about it like you're going to be back next season and watching the, and, and you know watching just as all of us are every single yep. year so I just I just think it's a moot point to keep to keep kind of diving into that you know I I think there's kind of two ways you can go about it you can either sulk and soil and just complain all summer that we lost the lottery or you can just, you know or you can take it on the chin <laughs> And be excited and think about this team's future with Adam Fantilli going forward. And I think just for mental health reasons, that's probably the way you should go about it. Like I said, not trying to take away from the fact that it sucks to lose out on the one-on-one and to lose out on Connor Bedard, but there's a lot to be excited about going forward. Yes. And bringing in a guy like this is massive. Like Connor said, over the moon. We are over the moon on Fantilli. We wish that this segment was brought to you by Blue Moon, but it is not. If you are listening, (laughs) Blue Moon, you can contact me or Or Blue Rivals. Late Arrivals podcast at gmail.com. This is unofficially brought to you by Coors. 
the <laughs> You're forgetting about our, our boys at Brewery X. Yeah. <laughs> there we I mean, go. Hey, hey. Well, we don't, well, we don't want to actually, you know, for legalities and shit, we don't want to actually say that we're sponsored by them because we're not. <laughs> Trevor Zegers, hey, Mason open. McTavish, Adam Finhilly. Let's go. That's it, bro. Hey, it's, it's so incredible to think about. In our college Center hockey depth. boy. Center depth in this league is so valued and so important and so important when it comes to building a contending team. And now the Ducks get to run with Adam Fantilli, Trevor Zegers, and Mason McTavish down the middle as their three centers if they choose to. Oh, and they could always move Zegers to wing if they really wanted to. Exactly. It creates a great bit of lineup flexibility. You know, Adam Fantilli is a center. He will be playing center. You're not pushing that guy out to the wing. You're not pushing McTavish back out to the wing. So, you know, you have a lot of good lineup flexibility. You can run just three stacked lines with three great centers and find some wingers and, and you know, mix and match in place and find stuff that works there. And you have three solid lines anchored by three solid centers. Or, you know, let's say you're down in the game, you're coming up against a better opponent, whatever may have you. Um, you know, you can you can easily just throw Adam Fantilli one C, Mason McTavish two C, and throw Trevor Zegers on the top on the top line left wing, and that's great. Yeah. That's a fantastic. You know, you can kind of do the McDavid, um, you know, the McDavid dry saddle thing, where sometimes they're down, and um, you know they'll throw they'll toss dry saddle on McDavid's wing, and it works Ooh. a lot of the time. So, um, did anyone in the chat also get chills? I got chills. Yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> it's a great bit of lineup flexibility that we're going to be able to have going forward. Yeah. Um, My thing is, Oh, go ahead. ahead. Oh, Uh, I was going to say, you know, like we've talked a lot about how wing is probably the most replaceable position in the NHL and the easiest position to find in terms of trade, in terms of free agency. Um, It's just, it's just so important to show, to shore up your centers. And the fact that we can run these three dudes down the middle, if we want to, is just so, so enticing. And it makes me so excited for the future of this team going forward. There's a name that has kind of gotten lost in the shuffle of who Fantilli could possibly play with. And one that comes to mind with me that seems like a, I wouldn't say like a a match made in heaven or anything, but having two big guys like Fantilli and Nestorenko on the same line really. Ooh. Really, you know, I was, I wouldn't Mm. say I wasn't on the Fantilli hype train. Um, You know, obviously we, we'd spent a lot of talking about Bedard being the prize and like Chris, you know, I was more annoyed for, for a good, I'd say I was annoyed longer, (laughs) maybe about an hour, not 10 minutes, but um, I don't, I, you know, I kind of started to come around to it. Like, okay, you know, this is the, the worst case scenario we prepped for um you know all that and then i started thinking of like okay well if you do zegris mctavish fantilli down the middle oh that means lundestrom's your fourth line center but then i was like well fuck we're gonna be a couple ways a couple years away from gauche playing and it's just like knowing that there's gonna be kind of a log jam going forward and there's Mm -hmm. like there's options to slot next to him it's just like it's a feeling that we haven't had in a while. And yeah. Yeah. You know? Forward depth. It's been a huge issue for this team going forward. And this, I mean, it doesn't 100% solve the issue, but it really becomes a huge piece of that puzzle, which, has been, gonna... really, which has been a really detrimental um, yeah. solved puzzle for this team for the last couple of years. 
And I was going to bring up, you know, Connor, Connor Bedard is for sure going number one. No question. Is Fantilli for sure going number two? Do you think, think that's so. set I, I, I find it incredibly hard to believe that he, that yeah. he, he just screams Pat Verbeek to me. Like, yeah. I just, I find it. He, he checks the boxes. He's, I, I, a, he's I, a big I, centerman. Mm-hmm. He's, he's what, 6'3? Six, 6'2 three? Six, or 6'3. Six, I think Elite Jeez. Prospects has him at 6'3. Delicious. But it's like he's a big centerman. He's a kid that's not going to get pushed around. He's only 18. Um, you know, it adds that size that Verbeek wants. Um, and I mean, a lot of the a lot of the scouting report, uh, there was a, a great video from TSN that came out like after after the picks had been set in stone. Craig Button was comparing him to like he has kind of that drive that Nathan McKinnon has. Mm-hmm. Where you just can't stop him because he's going a thousand miles an hour in a straight line at you. <laughs> like there's no yeah. quit in his game. And you watch a lot of the highlights that are out there of him. And he's a bulldog. He's he's a big was, bulldog. Was, out was, there. was just gonna say that was just gonna say that he's a bulldog. Because it's oh, like he, dog. I, I was watching highlights when I first bull, got Wolverine. home, but was waiting for you guys to all hop on, and it's like every highlight of like a goal that wasn't him just absolutely picking a corner from just a ridiculous spot on the ice <laughs> yeah. was him crashing the net and jamming away at, at the goalie. And granted there were a couple, there was one where like the goalie stopped uh, a breakaway and just sat there with it. And he kind of barreled into him and <laughs> knocked it in. Yeah. But it's like, if that's what we're getting, that's kind of that tenacity that we've been missing. You know, they're, mm. We, we've we've danced on the grave of Nick Delorier a lot, but you know there was that crowd of okay we're losing we're losing that toughness and you know we replaced oh, it yeah. with with Sam Carrick, um, you know by all accounts Sam seems like a great guy, but it's like I would rather get those guys that are going to be tenacious after the puck and not just out there to kind of be a body that might have to fight somebody. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's kind of hard equating those two things because, you know, obviously they're both players that do very different things. It's hard equating, you know, an 18 year old that's going to go second overall to a guy that <laughs> is in and out of your lineup as a four C, but it's like, I don't know. I've spoken a lot and I've written a lot about how Verbeek has kind of focused and taken the things he's laid for himself and he stuck to them. You know, it's not like, hey, we're just taking what's there because we have to. You know, it's just making the best of the situation. He's making the most of his choices. And, you know, we're we're not even at the draft yet. But it's like, like Connor said, this screams Pat Verbeek. And, you know, the more you kind of think about it and you, excuse me, the more you kind of research about the kind of player Fantilli is, it arguably fits the mold that we're looking for. And yeah. I think that's the biggest thing in all of this is, you know, we can be pissed all we want about losing out on number one, but mm-hmm. it fits a need that's going to get us back to where we need to be. Like uh, how, how do you guys think? Oh, go ahead, Lou. Uh, I was going to say uh, Jake from Crash Pond, uh, shout out Crash Pond, just said, just for reference, Matty Beniers in his draft year was at one point per game. Fantilli is at, 1.81, which is the highest of any draft eligible NCAA player in the last 20 years. And Beautiful. as we said before, he's doing that as a freshman. Yeah, as a freshman. 
He's 17, 18 this year playing against much older competition. Um, Love me some college hockey. And, and, you know, Jake kind of touched on that, you know, yeah. Fantilli, he, he, he plays physical. He's six, two about, 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 you know, he's six, two, about two bills, six, two, 200. Like that's a, that's a, that's a big dude. Arguably probably is the actual best skater in the draft. He's a better skater than Connor Bedard. Um, The consensus is that he has the best, you know, just the best speed, the best edge work. He's got the best motor, you know, like Jake said, he touched on it perfectly. And I was going to use the same term. He's a bulldog. Like he's, he's, he's got that dog in him. He, oh, he, really, yeah. <laughs> he really does, you know, and he, and he, as Jake touched on, you know, he, he plays with an edge. He plays physical. He plays with a little snarl. He's got some attitude to his game, but the exciting yeah. thing about that, that's not even like the, top three best things he's good at you know <laughs> he's an incredible passer he's got great skill we touched on the skating and the motor um incredible vision he 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 really is able to get into the difficult areas and he's a great a great protector of the puck as well he, he's really good on his frame great decision making elite hockey iq like the only you know the kind of downside against him is you know as with a lot of these prospects is he's got to work on his defensive game a little bit but that doesn't mean that he isn't responsible he doesn't it's not that he doesn't try in the defensive zone um he's 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 18 he's an incredibly (laughs) hard worker as well um you know some other critiques were that you know he can he can maybe try to do a little too much by himself but you know i mean i mean that's nothing to worry about that'll come in time he's got all these raw tools that are just going to that are just so projectable at the nhl level and project him to be a high level number one center which is so exciting like jake jake makes a very good point in the chat uh remind me to get back to it when you're done i don't want to cut you (laughs) off but i know i'll forget about it but uh he says you know he's very similar to eichel which is someone that a lot of us were very willing to trade a shit ton for exactly Left-handed Jack Eichel that skates like Nathan McKinnon. Ooh, buddy. To get that at second overall, I'm 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 pretty content with that. Um it's exciting, man. It's really exciting, you know. Kind of, well, you know, kinda... something lost in this too is you know, we we forget that, you know, kind of lost in the storyline of oh McTavish and Bedard are really good friends. Fantilli, you know, and Jay Money brings it up in the chat. He's played with a bunch of our prospects playing on Team Canada. Like he's familiar yeah. with the core that's going to be coming up. Did he play with Mason McTavish? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he lists uh Hines, Warren, Leno, Gauche, Zellweger, and Connor uh Fitzton. Uh how do you pronounce that? It's Connor Vidston. Vidston. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I really need to check this because I uh last week I called uh Mitchkov. Like I completely jumbled his name and butchered it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you said like Matevi or something. I, yeah, I said Matevi. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that is nowhere near his name. <laughs> Jake also Mate- said uh, I think Matevi he skated with Trevor Zugas over the summer. Well, I guess last summer. Which so. I mean, you know, it if he's already familiar with this group, it makes the pick even more easy to make. Like a yeah. lot of people have said, like they have to really be in love with Leo Carlson to not make the Adam Fantilli pick. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it's all but official that Adam Fantilli is a duck. Um, Should be. Yeah. Like I said, I would, 
I bet I think at this point I'd be comfortable betting the house on him being the pick too. So, so and Lou, yeah, you Lou, know, we'll, Lou made a mention too. We got another Italian on the team. Yes, fucking bless. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and you know, they're we'll taking dive, over. We'll dive deeper into Adam Fantilli. Um, you know, as the as the off season goes on, and as as we near close to the draft, I know we were talking about getting uh, um, getting our writer Patrick and and you know maybe uh, maybe Sean and Jack on as well to you know, kind of go over Fantilli, then, you know, maybe talk about some round two, round three guys, because we got like three picks in the second, two picks in the third. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll dive a little bit more into Adam Fantilli just as, just as, as you know, these weeks progress up until June 28th. But, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, it sucks to drop from one, but, you know, this is, this is still a great day for the franchise going forward, and, and we're adding a truly – elite player and we, so uh, excited. So and we excited. had a, another winger in offseason who's of italian descent <laughs> and then just put him with uh adamo 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 adamo, adamo. and uh, frank petrano and call it the gabagoo line please <laughs> yeah, we'll be like it. on be like on that will ferrell movie uh kicking and screaming where they just say get the ball to the italians the play is get the puck to the italians nothing else. yeah i guess adam henrique would be an italian yeah okay okay is he is he italian Maybe. i yeah. don't know i guess that's yeah. something i'm looking up that would be polish and Ruch, something else Ruch, but henrique fantilli vetrano that would be a very feisty line mm-hmm. right but then he also says bertuzzi would make some sense which i've been on that train since Boston would, got eliminated. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate Bertuzzi. <laughs> I know. You know. I know some people in the Ducks fandom would would have some reservations. But you know, I'd, if that's something Pat wants to entertain, I'd I'd, I'd be okay with that. I think. I think that's a great player to add. Um, well, I know. I know we're like half an hour in here, and I know we had a shit ton of questions to get into. Should we? Should we dive in? Yeah, let's get into questions. Let's let's All go. Right. Before we do that, uh, Sean said the bottom being line. <laughs> a meatball line so can we can we kill the uh the nasher tweet about us not about the ducks possibly passing on fantilly no yeah, nasher not happening yeah, you're gonna not get cool. fucking Will smith and you're gonna like it but i mean also according to the replies there was one guy that said oh yeah i heard if they got bedard they would have been shipping zegris out like okay dude yeah, yeah, yeah oh, i'm yeah. glad your I'm nhl totally 23 sure. sim did that totally nice. sure yeah, yeah. I was actually going to ask you really quick, what's like, how do you compare, you know, ever, er, you know, ever since this happened today, every, every outlet is comparing this to the ducks in 05 when we lost out on Crosby, two different scenarios, two different and got Bobby Ryan. Now it's Bedard, but, but but we could get Fantilli. So I mean, I I don't know how you really. I think Fantilli is the better prospect by a lot. Yeah, and it's, it's hard. To, I, mean, so I think it's I think it's a to... little bit different, but I mean, yeah. yeah, you know, I the 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 visuals of it are very similar. That's not yeah. deniable. It's literally like the same situation, but you know, not like we talked about it. You know, it's there's just really no sense in harping on it. And I just anybody who's still hesitant and anybody who still is just not wanting to wanting to turn the page and just get over it. like you know if you want to take a couple of days and be mad about it whatever fine but just i just hope you very quickly put it more bluntly get over it <laughs> <laughs> just realize and just realize how 
huge and how great of a moment this is for the team and yeah. how much Adam Fantilli is going to help this team to win going forward. Our boy insider Jay Money said, very different for sure. I think it's closer to McDavid Eichel. So, yeah, it's definitely a a little uh, a little closer to that. I would you, say. I mean, you compare Fantilli to Eichel, and I'm. Whew. <laughs> Clothes are coming off. <laughs> Chris oh, yeah? is on board at just the mention of Michael. Lap after dark? I mean, it is 8.30. Uh, getting there. So we have a couple ways to go about this because we have a lot of Adam Fantilli questions. Do we want to answer <laughs> all of the Fantilli ones first and get into the other ones after? Or yeah. do we want to kind yeah. of go say, in the order we, we had just, I say we just kind of go in chronological order. Why not? Let's mix it up. Yeah? Okay. Yeah? okay. So starting from the ones this this morning into Fantilli. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. So our pal uh ITR Nick says, What is the Ducks offense looking like next year? And this one can be answered a little bit better because now we know where we're picking. So we yes, can we put in Adam Fantilli in that. Well, you know, I think I think we talked about it and um, you know, there were there were some reports that came out that said Fantilli was undecided. Oh, about going back to using, yeah. using some air quotes on there, you know, undecided about either committing to the NHL or going back to Michigan. Um, you know, I'd, I'd imagine it would be a joint decision between him and between him and ducks management on what, what that final decision is. But I mean, he's got a playing spot here in the NHL yeah. and mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't you? I just, I don't see him going back. Not a lot left to prove there for him. So I mean, he bullied in. people in college hockey. He like, did. He... Like, there's really not much for him to do with a sophomore yeah. season in Michigan. Um, you know, if he wants to come over and you want to have him play in the NA, in the AHL for a bit, sure. But I think you know he's got a very good chance of slotting into this lineup on opening night. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so I think I think the Ducks would very easily be looking at Zegers, McTavish, Fantilli down the middle opening night, um, or having you know, or having a Trevor Zegers on the wing and playing Fantilli up a little bit. You know, a, a lot of this. Don't is- forget Ryan Strom. A lot of this is going to, I think he's in the wing. He's not <laughs> out of center. Um, you know, a lot of this sneak is that in depend there. on, you know, a lot of this is also going to depend on who we bring in as a coach. Um, yeah. That may answer a bit, some more questions. And, you know, it's hard to predict like who we're going to bring in in free agency. It's hard to just like kind of throw random names out like that, but the framework is there and we can get a consensus of the openings in the lineup. Um, yeah. And you know, as as free agency hits here in a couple of weeks, you know, we we should have we should have an even clearer idea. So, Fantilli centering Vetrano and Max Jones. Hey, you're you're a little too accustomed to Dallas Aikens line combos, right? So let's make something a little more <laughs> realistic. Someone's been smoking the funny cigarette. Fine, Derek Grant, Sam <laughs> Carrick. What's your problem? <laughs> Our next one's from Jay Money. I know he's in the chat, but he asked us this morning, depending on how tonight's lottery goes, what do the ideal top two lines look like next year? Hmm. I top say you probably slot Fantilli in the 2C just to give him a shot for a bit. Mm-hmm. And maybe roll the Frankenstein uh Zegers McTavish Terry line that worked for Aikens like one game and <laughs> then he never did again. Yeah. <laughs> um whoa 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 too good. 
So ideally, I would say your top lines, Zegris on left wing, McTavish at center, Terry on right wing. Mm-hmm. And then your second line, at Fan- you'd have Fantilli. Fantilli, Henrique, Vetrano, or, you know, maybe maybe a free agent signing there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or Strom, you know, maybe Strom on that line. Maybe, you know, Henrique, Fantilli, Strom. Um, I would rather have ooh, Henrique yeah. if he's still around. Um, I, I'm just going to assume that he is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I'm just, let's just assume that Henrique is still here just because he's not a free agent yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd be, I'd be comfortable with that as well. Yeah. Run the, run the really good line of Zegers, McTavish, Terry, and then, you know, kind of, kind of do something with Henrique and Fantilli on that second line and let, you know, just kind of let Fantilli come into his own. And, you know, he's not up there at the one C spot right away, but, you know, he's kind of, he's protected by that Zegers line a little bit. He can play, a little bit lesser minutes and maybe not against um you know the top <laughs> you know the top shutdown pairings and the top uh, you know the top shutdown lines of teams right away but yeah uh, yeah i think i think that'd be a good spot but you know also if they want to just run them as the 3c and just run those two you know and start just having that framework of having three lines um three lines down the middle i'd be i'd be okay with that too well, that kind of answers Deflo's question because Deflo had asked who, who his line mates are going to be on opening night. <laughs> so that any combination, most- I'd say most likely probably, at least in personally, I would say Henry Fantilli, Vetrano. Vetrano, yeah. Um, just because Vetrano kind of bounced from that second to third slot. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, that was Aikens with the blender, but... I'd say it makes the most sense to have all those together. Yep. So our next one's from Bucky. He says, as we all know from talking to every NHL fan in the world, the draft lottery is a conspiracy rigged against your team. With that said, what crazed NHL conspiracy do you think might actually be 100% true? Hmm. Uh, Gary Bettman has private stake in the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, let's the go with that one. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> I was gonna... The coyotes money laundering. <laughs> the, coy- the coyotes are the mattress. Are they a front? No, just, a, just a money laundering team. We're <laughs> <laughs> here first. The Arizona coyotes hey. are a front. Hey, you watch, you watch the full show of Ozark. You start thinking about things. Just saying. Shout out, shout out Ozark. On Netflix. Jason Bateman. Okay. Shout out Ozark. Ozark. Jason Bateman. (laughs) Shout out him. All right. So we have two that are of a similar theme here. Both Jack and uh, Cat Vader, they asked, how many rookies do you see in the opening night lineup next year? Uh, and Cat Vader expanded. He says, I say four, Zellweger, Pavel on the back end, Fantilli and Gaucher up front. Ooh. I'm going to say, yeah, I'll get aggressive. Fantilli, I'll say Zellweger. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced that both Zellweger and Minchikov are on the I'm opening night roster. Yeah, so I'll pass, think... I'll pass on saying Minchikov. I'll say Lacombe. So there's three. Yeah. Okay. And I'll say Drew Hellison. Yep. I'll Hellison. say four. Yeah, those are my four. Cam Fowler and his children on defense. (laughs) (laughs) And the occasional appearance from stepdad Kevin Shattenkirk. (laughs) 
I want to <laughs> see Perot. Hopefully Perot's up. We'll see, man. He's got to earn his way. Yeah. Or He's Sasha. really got to impress in camp. But, Sasha Pasta. Yeah, I think at this point I'd rather see what, what we have in Pastyov. But, you know, hope, I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully Perot and Tracy yeah. impress in camp. That'd be, that'd be good to see. Wouldn't mind seeing some pasta right away. Yeah, I agree with the list that Connor said. Uh, I mean, Lacombe and Hellison looked great in their games that they played right at the end of the year. So I feel like they're out I think of four. all of them, probably yeah. a lock. I think four is a is a is a decent number to to guess. Well, because there's other guys that are established NHLers too. So it's like, are they just because of how highly touted they are? Does that necessarily mean they're going to be, you know, taking over a veteran's role outright? Probably not. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll probably see a lot of flip flopping of Selwiger plays a game or two here and there, and then they put in whoever else, you know like a Vakanine in, you know, lose favorite guy, Benoit. Um, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of mix. It's going to be a lot of mixing and matching um, to start, but consistently I I say four is probably, probably a good bet. Safe. I think. Yeah. Chat and Kirk in the chat. uh, Chat and Kirk is UFA. Yeah. Like, like Lou said uh, in the chat, they do want to bring Shaddy back. And that won't be surprising when that news is uh Sicard's favorite player. Yeah, that'll be the least surprising day on Twitter, and people are gonna freak out about it anyway. I don't think boy you and Eric's interview. By the way, that was a shocking revelation in the CTV Discord the other day. <laughs> that uh Sicard loves uh, himself some Nate Boulier. Still <laughs> <laughs> hasn't uh, responded to that. He has uh, not addressed the allegations. Yep. That's sad. Maybe I'll crash the Well, we're getting into some fun ones here. Uh, Ronnie, uh, he asks us, as the Inside the Rink podcast group grows to have representation for all of the teams, what sort of crossover stuff are we excited about doing in the future and what teams do we look Ooh. most forward to building a relationship with? So many. All of them? Well, yeah. This all of them would be nice. Um, we've kind of kind of had a little crossover already uh with the with the late the Leafs late night crew um I was on their podcast months ago um would love to have them on um but yeah all of them would be nice uh it would be nice as we get further into the playoffs um if we have podcasts that are still their team is still in it maybe we can have them on or something to yep. talk like you know the conference finals or feel like due to proximity, uh, we'll probably be doing a lot with the Coyotes boys. Yes, that's the easy answer because, um, you know, we've known them since we started pretty much because they they were with us over at um, our former uh, network and uh, I got them to join inside the rink. So I was very excited about that. But yeah, we'll probably have them on a couple times. Um, I'm hoping next season... Uh, I can get to some games with, with them and have have some fun. It'd be nice, you know, having it. They're not all here in, in Arizona, but I think most of them are. So it'd be nice to have like a podcast to, to kind of do stuff with in person, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that'd be a lot of fun with the the tripping Yodis guys. Well, Ronnie, Hoping to add uh... more. Hoping to add more. If you know, if if you're listening, you know people. You know, you got friends that have hockey podcasts. They're looking for a network. You got friends in low places, baby. 
I'm pretty sure there's also there is a new Kings pod on the network. There too. is. Yeah, I think they have a they have potential to be a podcast. I think right now they're just writing. They might become a podcast. I hope they do. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, we're still looking for a bunch of teams. I'd love to. Oh, yeah, locked on Red Wings. Locked on Red Wings. Yeah. Oh, shout yeah. out Scotty B. Shout out Scotty B. Yeah, yeah we love not, Scotty. ITR, we love but... Scotty. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm. I was trying to get a Devils podcast. I'm looking for. I'm looking for anybody. Devils. I've been looking for Sabers. Um. Sharks. Trying to, I'm trying to add, I'm trying to help inside the rink add more uh, podcasts for Western teams. So if you're, if you're listening and you're interested, yep. get a hold of me on the Twitters. <laughs> what do you do? Should we, should we bring Scott to inside the rink and just have him name his pod locked on Red Wings? <laughs> <laughs> locked on Red Wing. He just, he just leaves out the S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one word, one letter different. Well, Ronnie also asked us another one, and it was, "What is Lou's worst food take?" And this is up Jesus to the three Christ. of us. Oh, the says, short answer is none. I think, which... I think all three of us, all three of us, should name a different one. Oh my the god! Short answer is no. By the way, but no. Says... The short answer would be saying your good food takes. Yeah, there's none bad takes. <laughs> so what is the question? We have. God damn it! We have to say what is Lou's worst and which one do we agree with ever okay. so slightly or outright agree with and then he says Lou please drop a food take if you haven't already so we'll give Lou the floor first while we think no, okay no, uh his best you take is my good name first and all. his best take is that he's <laughs> a fellow Coors Banquet lover like myself um love Coors Banquet. his worst take is oh, man, there's uh, so many um, that for me, just because it's the first one that popped up, is that the raisin canes toast is bad. Yeah, that one's always a hot topic. That's a that's a, that's a that's a tough one. That's a fucking tough soggy one. bread. <laughs> oh, mine might be coffee. His his take on coffee oh, yeah, hurts yeah, me. Yeah, that one too. Yeah, um, that's a good one. But rice, the rice one is up there. The eggs one is up there. I just there. don't like liquid that tastes like mud. It doesn't. I don't know what kind of coffee you're drinking, bro. I've never understood the rice one, but I also don't really know the context on the rice one. So if you would please enlighten us, Lou. I was just talking shit on Discord one day, and I I was just fucking with people. So do you like rice? I don't hate I don't hate rice that much. Okay, so I won't say that one. But coffee and eggs are still us. I get. I preferred no rice because I don't like the texture of it. Yeah, just the just. The whole breakfast is bad thing. Actually, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna change mine to the breakfast is bad one because that one's just I love breakfast food. That okay. one is just that's bad. That's a bad yeah. Thing. The breakfast burrito one, that one that one almost feel, made have, me can we can we do a, a real breaking burrito ranking this time? Dude, go get a burrito, message me how it is, rank it, and I'll send it to Savannah. It'll be done. Well four and a half damn burritos. <laughs> There's a problem with that. I'm, I'm lazy. Go try a new burrito and go through the we'll figure it out. Castle of doing that. <laughs> you can uh, do whatever burrito you want. Just send it to me, and I'll I'll do the I'll get it to Savannah, and she'll do the rest. She's great. If I and, had to say one, I would say Lou's worst is probably uh, probably breakfast. Hmm. The only one I kind of agree with him on is the waffles over pancakes. But yeah, I also kind of feel like that's rooted weirdly because they're both just batter, just made the differently. Same. Yeah. 
Like you can get a waffle as soggy as a pancake, and I'm pretty sure that's lose like one reason of hating pancakes. Waffles are just yeah. better. They it's hold your syrup, so I'm down for the waffle over yeah. pancake. I'm okay. Yep. I'm okay with the waffle over pancake take. I'd, yeah, that's fine. I think they're all kind of the same thing at the end of the day. So yeah, so. I'm trying to think of one that I agree with because that burrito, the breakfast burrito one, made me like question our friendship. Why do I want to eat a bunch of fucking eggs with bacon and sausage and whatever? Get chorizo, really bro. Good. Ugh. <laughs> all right well what, what, what is what is the questioner want me to well if you, you have, have a food, food take, take <laughs> you, you are uh able to um, let the world know i think eggplant parmesan is better than chicken parmesan mm. eggplant mm. parm fucking slaps dude i mean it does <laughs> but like i just i want some protein you know I, I was expecting worse, honestly. Yeah, I I, I didn't. Yeah, like that's but, but, like but, whatever, I guess. But yeah, but I I adore chicken parm too. Okay, but, he's Bucci approved over here. Is this just Bucci <laughs> slander? Is this, this really? Is this, just, <laughs> is this just disguised Bucci cross slander? Like, <laughs> like it's 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 a Connor Bedard Adam Fantilli situation with me. Okay. okay. Don't forget that take because we want to get Bucci on. And you're gonna have to bring that up to him, and I want to hear what he has to say because that'd be beautiful <laughs> Connor bedard adam fintilly situation <laughs> jay money said eggplant parmesan tastes great if you have no taste buds <laughs> <laughs> no taste buds lou sad really all right is the lou roast over <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's move on move on here uh, um <laughs> Nico is good on Twitter. Asked, would you rather have to eat Arby's every day for a year or watch another season where the Ducks finish last place? Um, Arby's? Oh. Guess I'm eating Arby's. I guess I'm freaking yeah. just having uh, We're not pushing for the playoffs I'd... every day. Give me, give me, give me another last place season. That's fine. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with Connor. I will, I will not. Really? Give, well, I will no not give I'm Arby's not, my like, business. I'm not doing that to my health. You know what I mean? Like, Do we I have to mentally, eat a specific thing. I can mentally Arby's. withstand another losing season. That's fine. <laughs> Do we have to okay. eat a specific thing from Arby's? Because they have the mozzarella sticks. still losing season. I don't care. He did not <laughs> specify, so I'm assuming <laughs> Arby's have... has mozzarella sticks and curly fries. Their new sandwiches they came out with that they keep advertising during the playoffs look kind of gross. I'm not gonna lie. All of their sandwiches are gross. Yeah, but the, that there's one specific one out of the three that just looks like it's like frozen meat between two slices of bread. It makes me kind of sick. If anything, I'm more confused that Lou would willingly eat one of their sandwiches with how soggy and just gross they look. Well, but he won't eat fucking sandwiches. Uh, if I could eat anything off their menu, I'd go with the mozzarella sticks and curly fries. Dude, you really fries are good. You curly would be good. you'd be plugged up for an entire year. Like Ar- Ar- Arby's, <laughs> Arby's is the freaking king of curly fries. They're all the same curly fry. They're not. They're, but, okay. Curly fries are good, man. They ooh, they D-Flo, get them. In, they get says, them. In... <laughs> Deflo says he's never had Arby's in his life. They literally That's will fine. get the curly fries in a bag, Lou, and just put it in in oil. Like, yeah, Deflo Deflo also said something the other day that kind of surprised me. He said he's never had Carl's Jr. in his life. That's pretty shocking. Yeah, I mean, I don't begrudge him for it, but <laughs> it's a little weird. I, I'd I'd hope not. That'd be a weird thing to be mad at someone about. <laughs> I mean, Carl's Jr. is kind of mid, but. Still kind of fascinating. 
They're expensive. That's what I don't like about them. Crash the Pond said, what about the Whopper song? I actually, the Whopper song slaps, dude. No, it doesn't. No. It slaps. Moving on. Next question. Next question. (laughs) You rule that, BK. (sighs) Our next question. We'll do we'll do Savannah's question. She says, she says, which duck do you think you could beat in a fight? Pretty sure we've answered this before. Well, did we? I feel like this was a, a gizzard topic. Oh, it might have been. Well, the simple answer is none, none. But if I might have a fighting chance against Jacob Silverberg, because he has a he oh, has the bum hip. He has a bum hip. I don't, I don't know how to answer this, but I don't know. Like <laughs> probably none of them. Probably. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Zegers is, is kind of a dork. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like NHL fight I would lose, but if it was something yeah. like a kindergarten I'll, I'll fight where you just push the other person, like push the other push, push the other person over, I feel like I could push Jamie and just be done with it. I'll word the question another way: which just, which duck player would you want to have in your corner in a fight? You're in a dark alley. Gosh. Just, in a dark alley. Pick your ass. Which. Uh. Which, You're in a dark alley. The streets are buzzing, but in a negative way. Jones, uh, I'll take Jonesy. Yeah, I was gonna say Max Jones. I'll take Jones. I would just take probably Mason McTavish. McTavish, yeah. Big body. I'm still thinking of a duck that I could take. I'll be a coward and pick the little guy. I'll go after Frank Vitrano. <laughs> but he's probably got that he's scary a, Italian strength. The, he's a shit disturber. He. Yeah, he's probably got that scary strength, that that little little guy strength. (laughs) You just wouldn't expect it, and he like can just pick you up and throw you. It's terrifying stuff. This Italian freak. There's a lot of comtois in the in the chat. Comtois. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Yeah, he's back to roller skating. Savannah said she can take Jamie. (laughs) She's like, kid has nothing on me. <laughs> uh, Sean said no, you wouldn't want Vetrano. I agree with that. I feel that's a little misguided. Might get your ass kicked. Maybe. Oh, let's see. Uh our next one's from Ashley. She asks, who's the ugliest mascot? Um gritty? probably gritty, yeah. I would say Bowie Bowie's or close. Um, Spart uh, Sparta cat. Sparta cat's kind of creepy. He has like that weird like Bailey problem where like the head's just like I feel like it frightens children. Yeah, which isn't the thing you want with your lovable mascot. But oh man, the I'll the whole. Are you going? I'll go with Yuppie. Yuppie. Yeah, because why is Stadium's he so hairy? One? Like what is he? Is he is he a man part? I think he's just I think bear? he's just a monster. Yeah, I can't think of any others right now. I'd probably say gritty though. But did you guys uh, did you guys see lion. that whole thread of the the mascots made by AI? Terrifying the AI stuff, yeah, pretty, terrifying. pretty bad. That that was some scary stuff, man. Um, <laughs> That's a lot of nightmares in that. Thread. The senator's lion looks pretty homely. <laughs> yeah, that was that was Spartacat. Yeah, that's Spartacat. Okay. Oh yeah, the 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 Edmonton Bobcat. Oh yeah. Oh, Hunter yeah. Hunter's a little, Hunter's a little, little creepy. scary. What's going yeah. on there? <laughs> Trying to think of like 
all the other mascots. Wait, Carolinas is a pig? Sure is, man. They love their barbecue down there. I don't know why you'd make your mascot out of something that you enjoy to eat. I never understood why the Blue Jackets is a fly or a bug. It's supposed to be like a uh, like a yellow jacket, but it, blue. Oh, okay. <laughs> they used to have the giant cannon that looked like a penis. Yeah, that's true. Like a blower cannon. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> Inflatable thing. Looks so stupid. That's that's what we're really losing out on. Yeah, everyone's talking about the ducks need to bring back the mighty duck jersey. No, the blue jackets need to bring Boomer back. They sure in do. a time where everybody's just unnecessarily horny about everything. Bring back the inflatable penis looking mascot. Please give it to us. Because we can clearly be adults about it. Yeah. And not say he looks like a penis. Mm-hmm. We're all adults, it's fine. <laughs> <sighs> Well, yep. our next one comes from Ducks Cap on Twitter, and they say, what's your favorite celebration of all time? Um, Timu breaking the rookie record? Yeah, probably the Tamu shooting the glove. I was going to say <laughs> Ovi when he was uh, pretending the stick was hot. The hot stick. Yeah. I'll say that one or the Patrick Kane heartbreaker where he – where he oh, okay. Draws the heart and then punches it. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that one was cool. As a newer one, I do like the Jack Hughes like throwing the stick in the crowd that Zegris did as well. I, I do like that. That's kind of cool. The Austin uh, Matthews Selly is nice. I, the, I like the hand of the the hand of the ears. One of my favorites. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Austin Matthews has one that just gets you pumped up. You don't even have to be a fan. You're just pumped when you see him score. As long as nobody pulls a bow Bennett and tears both their shoulders celebrating. <laughs> I think whatever you do is a good time. Just don't hurt yourself. <laughs> the um the uh Vegas Golden Knights mascot is a heel monster, by the way. People in the chat were wondering, I think. Yeah, the get g- gala monster. Gila. <laughs> the gala. Yeah. The Met Gala monster. He's yeah, a damn Gala. lizard. What is the Met Gala? It's a fashion event. That's all it is. Like, is it like it's just they just it's, show off their That's literally what it is. Home? Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> okay. That's it. <laughs> that's what that's the only way I can describe it, really. All righty. Sean says the uh, Yager salute. D-Pasta oh. says, any Zegers one-timer, Sally? Damn, I forgot about the Yager salute. That's an awesome one. Yeah, that's that's. they're all good. Those are all good ones. <laughs> but yeah, the first one that came to mind was the Ovi hot stick one. That was, that was a good one. I remember uh, when Mike McKenna was still doing his uh, podcast, they were... Or it might have been when he went on uh, Chicklets, but someone was asking about, about Ovi. And they're like, yeah, do you remember that hot stick celebration? Like, you know, the guy just exudes confidence. He's like, yeah, I remember really well. I was on the ice. He scored on me. <laughs> Sad days. Jay Money says the Jake Wallman gritty. That was impressive. Uh, the fact that he did it on skates. Yeah. 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 I totally forgot about that. But yeah, to be able to do that on ice, that's pretty good. That's, that's different. Rooch says Bobby Ryan with a uh, Koivu stick. That one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, trying to think of some questions? others. Yeah, we we burned through our questions pretty nice. quick there. Do we have any, we have any other in the Twitch? We chat? had a yeah. we had one from Dalton uh in the chat earlier he says what number would fantilly be given his rookie year uh i would hope 91 someone in the chat wanted 69 nice yeah i uh, i don't know i feel like if we had gotten bedard he would have been given 98 right away but i don't know i think i would like um you know his number seems to be 19 but troy terry's already got that so he's not getting 19 i mean i'd like him to i'd like him to just flip that around and be 91 i think 91 would look good so my vote goes to 91 has he always been 19, do you know? Yeah, well, he was 19 in Michigan. He was in 19 Michigan. with Chicago Steel, uh, and then he was 19 with Canada. Okay. That, I'm just assuming 19 is his number. I'm going to have to try to find a way to watch uh, the uh, the men's worlds coming up. Yeah, in... and Fantilli's playing in the men's worlds. Fantilli's on Team Canada, yeah. Winterborn so just gifted out. two subs. Thank mm-hmm. you, Winterborn. Thank you, Winterborn. Uh, so thank you, Sean, for Thank you, Sean. Yeah, he did earlier. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, thank you, Sean. Uh, so Number of retirements next yeah. season. Yeah, we talked uh, about Ryan Getzloff. Yeah, we, we talked about that. I think a couple episodes ago, we said Getzloff and probably maybe we we, we 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 talked about Jaguar, but that's that's a longer shot. It should definitely be Getzloff though. And the statue. If he doesn't get a statue, I'm going to be upset. I really want that statue. Nice bald head. Half bald, just shiny half baldness. It'd be nice. I would go there every time I visit. I'd just ask if I could shine it. I'll have to get a hold of Tyler and be like, Can I shine the statue, please? <laughs> Do you think the Oilers will have a fire sale if they don't win it this year? No, I don't think so. I just feel they're like not, they would not at that point yet. No, they feel like they would uh add again next year and just get even better, which. <laughs> Almost feels impossible because they're very good this year, and it Dude, makes me sick. Ever since I chose Mitch Marner as like my MVP for round one, and like into round two so far, Drysaddle is making me like want to change my mind every 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 game. Well, his team his team is also <laughs> faring a little bit better. They did get smoked. <laughs> they did get smoked tonight. Uh, the Knights did win five one. So Vegas now leads that series two games to one. My boy Jack Eichel, I believe, had two goals. It's because of Ooh. fellow uh, fellow Michigan boys going going to place he belongs. Shout out to our Florida Panthers, by the way. That's uh, a half shout out. We'll give a half shout out. <laughs> they wanted Florida, and they sure got him. Well, it looks like Eichel only had one goal. I thought he had two. Anyway. Be careful what you wish for, kids. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> did you see the video of the Panthers fans chanting? Sure did. Uh, mocking that Toronto chant, saying "We want Florida." That was yep. good. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 happy for the Panthers. Sucks for the Leafs that they finally got through round one. And it's like they put all their effort into doing that, and now they might get swept in round two. But what can you do? Moral of the story: Don't blow your load early. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my God. Uh, Jay Money mm-hmm. asked us which former or current duck would be part of the most nightmare blunt rotation. I would say Jamie because I feel like he's like me and gets scared. <laughs> Get scared. Um, shit. That's, that's a hard one. Jamie's a good one. That's a good answer. 
Because I feel like, I mean, the easiest answer when it comes to smoking weeds, everybody says, you know, Gibson being a huge stoner. This is a nightmare blunt rotation, though. Yeah, I was going to say, so we can't include him, but he's like the only guy that I could think of that would even do it. Everybody else seems too goody-goody. <laughs> I could see I could see Kevin Shackirk like in the summertime just rolling one up. <laughs> just sitting in the back deck of his cottage. Yeah, but it's it's nightmare blunt rotation. Oh. You don't want to smoke with. Yeah, I can't see anyone really. Yeah, I don't know. That's kinda of hard. We don't know them well enough. Yet. We're getting in there, some some one way or another. Yeah, like I said, I I feel like out of all of those, maybe, maybe only Max Jones. <laughs> Sean said Terry would have a bad trip. I could see that. Like I said, I feel like of like the guys on the team that you can bring up, Jamie would be like the one guy that is like the paranoid friend, just rocking back and forth in the fetal position. Calling ambulances um, on themselves. Who would also, do that? Oh, <laughs> kind of weird. Also, really quick, I do want to give a shout out to um all of our new followers on Twitch. We uh, came into today with ninety five followers on Twitch. Um, we've been trying to get to one hundred, and as of right now, we're at one hundred six. Shout so, out to all y'all. Yeah, all thanks for following yeah, us. Thank um, you. It's great. You know, I'm trying to trying to grow everywhere um twitter's been growing pretty nicely instagram's getting there uh twitch twitch has been really nice it's been growing a lot got something in the works for the uh the tiktok we'll see where it goes but um yeah yeah love the support love you guys it's it's uh it's fun to see when are we getting lap swag stay hey, tuned you go on our twitter page yeah you can buy yourself a shirt or a hoodie. Well, it's almost, you know, it's getting warm. You can go buy yourself a t-shirt. Get you a nice... Uh, Very nice fabric. Um, it's pretty light. You can wear it at the beach if you're near the beach. It's very nice. Go get one. I recommend yep. the black or the purple. We do plan on having more. Uh, we're hoping to get some stickers soon. Um, some other stuff. We got some t-shirts, t-shirt ideas being thrown around, so... We're working on it. Trust me, when we have new stuff, it'll be flooded all over our. I mean, I'm going to be posting it everywhere. You'll probably get sick of it. So I'm going to be asked <laughs> to appetite with merch. You what? I don't know. <laughs> I started that sentence off and it just went <laughs> off the rails. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think it was English, but all right. Well, any more questions? We're having some moment. trouble uh, speaking tonight. He said, can we get a shirt with Lou's food takes? Just a list. That'd be cool. Like a like a silhouette of Lou's head, like on the front pocket, <laughs> and then on the back, it's a list of all the food. Uh, oh hell yeah! I would wear that. That'd be cool. I mean, we also still have yet to do anything with our little black metal duck that Carly, yeah, good old Charles. Drew for we got, us. We got plenty in the works. We just it just needs to happen, and then uh, Rooch yeah. twenty asks, "What is Lou's take on Shushi? Shushi? 
Sushi. Sushi. Um, raw fish. So, what do you think? <laughs> no, thank you. Love me some sushi, dude. Go please, to the one of the, one of the, the rotating sushi bars. Oh man, that's dangerous. No. Please elaborate for the class. I don't Mr. think Lou. Yeah, what's real? You just have you have you tried sushi? I I I have. I don't know. I don't think you have that. The way you answered that is questionable. <laughs> I was gonna I say I was going to uh, I was going to use my uh, privileges as the uh, host of this meeting to call on Lou, but I clicked <laughs> I clicked the button on Zoom and it brought up a scary menu. I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay. Well, you tried. One day we'll figure out how to put Lou at the spotlight here. <laughs> so we should do when Lou has a food take we'll we'll just take and put it to where he's in the middle of the screen I spaced out what are you talking about just zoom right in on his face like right on his mouth <laughs> um yeah since we're just about we're pretty much done here um, unlimited sushi just sounds awful what what is what do you mean that sounds awful it just sounds awful dude just eating Eating a copious amount of sushi. No if you're with people, you'd be surprised how much sushi you could get through. Like if you if you're at one of those like rotating things, like they come with like maybe four or five pieces. If you're eating it with like two or three others, dude, you're only getting like one piece. It gets pretty crazy. <laughs> I went with we, that. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> before we get out of here, can I uh, can I drop a quote to everybody real quick? Ooh, yeah. ooh, go ahead. Adam Fantilli is so fast. He's so dynamic. Obviously, he's someone who kind of pops out just with his speed and his size. He's so powerful, and what he's doing in college is really kind of unheard of. Do you know who said that? Who, you, who said that? Connor Bedard. Oh. Oh. Juicy. Mm. So with that, I think we bid the adieu. <laughs> <laughs> and a fan take for the road. Just bought. Who would take for the road? Ramen is that good? Okay. <laughs> Why do we have to do this before we leave? I know. Chris, you want to? We, end, to we end on such a good note, and then um, then I gotta, things. I gotta keep you really humble. quick. Um, we are. Take us home, Chris. Yeah, we should be doing something with Crash the Pond next week. I think, right? Hopefully. I Hopefully. It's in the works. It's okay. in the works. Week? Yeah. We'll, we'll keep you updated. Might do something with Crash Upon. If not, I don't think we're doing an episode next week. It would yeah, just be next, yeah, yeah. Might take next week off. Okay. Kind of it's it regroup. yeah. So it's either we do something with Crash Upon or we don't have anything. It's one or the other. So um, we'll just leave you with that. But make sure you're following us everywhere. Um, at Later Rivals Pod on Twitter, Instagram. Maybe check us out on TikTok as we try to get that going. Follow us on Twitch if you are listening and you aren't following us there yet. And I was popping. Um, Seven one four tickets. Seven one four. Are the Angels home yet? Are they home? Do you know? Yeah, they're yeah. The Angels are home. Go to some Angels games, man. Go to seven one four tickets dot com. Pick your game that you want to go to. Go through it all. Use promo code LEP at checkout. You get uh twenty percent. Twenty percent. Did I say that right? Ten percent. Ten percent. I haven't. I haven't done it in a while. Ten percent off. Uh, your order plus five percent towards uh future purchases so go use the code lap 714 tickets.com grab yourself an espn plus subscription as well if you go to inside the ring.com slash espn go through that link sign up 
watch some playoff hockey. Watch some, uh, there's a lot of other sports going on on there. You'll be, uh, you'll be flooded with stuff. You won't know what to do. So that's, uh, those are two ways to, you know, support the, uh, support us here at Late Arrivals and our uh, network inside the rink and all the great people over there. So that'll do it. Um, Make sure you listen to Crash the Pond this week. They're about to go live on Twitch. Yep. If you're listening to this, it's well over. Sorry, you missed out. But if you're here, <laughs> you are in, in, in the, the Twitch chat. In the we'll Twitch hang chat. on for a little bit so we can yeah, rate them around. when they go live. They uh, should be live in the next. Uh, like we'll, kinda, we'll shoot the shit after the recording for a little bit. But yeah, we'll send you over to them. Yeah, they should be live in the next like five minutes or so. So yeah. okay, bye. Yeah. Want to hang ya. out in the chat? Don't leave. Peace but out. for those listening to the episode. Yeah. Goodbye. Oh, they, they said 9.30. So 9.30? I don't know. Can we, yeah. can we shoot the shit for 20 minutes? What do you expect us yeah, to we do? We can, yeah. All right. I'll have to get another cup of coffee. <laughs> okay, for real this time. 9.10. Right. Bye. 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 You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care.